Hey, welcome back for another episode of Always Game for Life podcast, where we all come together and help make mental health a reality, live life to the fullest, and have a good time. Because life is always game for us, so let's be always game for life. In this episode, Paul and I talk a little bit about those summer vibes, places we'd like to go, places we'd like to see, fishing holes we'd like to fish, you know how we do. But before we get into that, I would like to thank each and every one of you listening and supporting the show. Thank you, and I love you from the bottom of my heart. It means the world. If you haven't yet, please follow, subscribe, share, check out merchandise in the store, hit me up on all the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're all in the description. Oh, and don't forget to go to my Patreon for $5 a month. You'll greatly support the show, have access to all sorts of extras, like being a part of the exclusive ag for members only chat. Adventure details such as fishing techniques, hotspots, pictures, videos, special monthly contests, and crazy giveaways, and so much more. Oh, and remember, www.alwaysgameforlife.com, coming soon. Well, without further ado, let's get to the show. Let's get it! Hey, what's happening, man? How's it been going? Pretty good. Uh, you know, what have you been getting into lately, Mark? Ah, oh, just trying to get things going, you know, get the uh the old website going and uh all the all the platforms rolling so everybody can follow and uh subscribe and get a little bit of you know, a little bit of knowledge of what's going on, what's what's upcoming. You know, so well, that's good to hear. You know, I wish I would have been uh, available a little more to take part with some of the technical issues, but I've been trying to get out there myself and get some actual live adventure happening where I can inform the audience of what the, the status is of our BC parks and all the campgrounds and stuff. Yeah, man, no, it's all good. It's all good for sure. Um, I, I, I do know, got a little bit of info on... Your little trips you've been taking and stuff. I, I uh, so what's what's been going on? What's uh, where you been going? What have you been catching? What uh, you know? I heard you've been out in the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had the little inflatable load a couple times, and uh, you know, uh, I haven't really booked any serious trips yet. Uh, the the Discover BC page opened about a week ago, and they were actually letting people book uh, summer camping trips. But uh, they they had a major flux of people on the first day, and they had major problems. It wasn't able to handle the load, and I think things are straightened out, and a lot of people have reservations. But uh, I kept a lot of that just for other people, because me and you usually go out for day use, or we use forestry campsites. And uh, that's typically what I was doing the last week. I was sticking close close to home in our local region. I made it up to a... Jones Lake. Ah, uh-huh, Jones Lake. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know you're quite familiar with that place. Love it. You haven't been up there yet this year, though, have you? Not yet, man. Not yet. <laughs> man, we, we'll get you up there. We'll go oh, together. Oh, I definitely, quick. definitely will. <laughs> I, uh, I did do the survey out, and uh, the road, I was actually impressed. It was it was pretty good up there. 
when I went uh, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, the the main campground was still, of course, so closed. Per- yeah, but pretty clear though, right? Like the way up, because I know it's quite a drive up. Yeah, they they look like they just resurfaced the road recently. So I just went up in the little uh, Mitsubishi Mirage, and it uh, didn't have any troubles going up there. There were a couple sections near like Lakeside that were a little. We'll get in a little wash though. But, <laughs> that's uh, expanding. That's expanding. <laughs> yeah, not, nothing serious. Yeah. Like last year, we went and the main bridge had washed right out, and there was quite a bit of flooding. And then you know, I was, I was surprised. There were lots of people up there for the day use. Uh, right on, right on. You know, fishing was reasonable. We we caught about I think five. You know, the biggest was only about a pound, pound and a nice, half. Nice, nice. But uh, how about a little bit about uh, what you've been catching? What, what species you've been catching? I know what species are up there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we caught uh, mostly cutthroats. We we caught uh, I think three cutthroats up there, and then a couple of small little rainbows. Ah, no west slope cutthroats, though, eh? No west slopes. We just they're caught pretty. the regular coastal cutthroats. Yeah, mm, nice they have really nice colors mm-hmm. to them, and uh, I really like the uh, you know the the salmon taste of the meat they got the really nice pink flesh in them and you know i think yeah i noticed that too i don't know if it's uh maybe to do with the the wildness you know it's it's up on the mountain it's it's they're definitely wild yeah it's definitely the fact that they're wild and also i think a lot of it has to do with their diet they feed a lot on the freshwater shrimp and the crayfish in the lake Ah. and i think that really actually promotes the the flavor of the fish and the, the deep deep pink color of the actual fish as well but uh, yeah, we'd we'd have to actually uh, ask some questions to uh, some local biologists and uh, find out the the real reasons behind the 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 difference in the quality of the fish and from the wild to the seems the, the stockfish. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I've been on like a few things. Like I've been getting out. Um, I've gone for drives and. Uh, I went for a few walks, like a few hikes along trails, uh, like near Pit Lake and whatnot. Um, beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, I got lots of footage. I took some video, so y'all will be able to see that soon. I'll put that up, some pictures. Um, yeah, the only thing that got crazy <laughs> was as far as we kept going, we kept going, and we got so far, and it was like a wall a wall of bugs so it was like yeah we got to turn back <laughs> so, yeah i got a feeling the mosquito season might kind of hit us this year being as we've had a pretty moist spring so far yeah like even uh this this last weekend i decided to take a few friends up for a local trip just to belcara to try crabbing and do a little fishing from the boat out there and it was really relaxing, you know. There were there wasn't any of the big headaches of this whole COVID pressure. You no, know, there, for sure. There weren't any kind of like you know racial tensions that seem to be floating around everywhere right now. You know, we had a had a wide mix of people out there in the the campsites. Absolutely. They were all having a nice nice day. You know, people were having their barbecues. People were out in the dock crabbing and fishing, Absolutely. and and you know they they still have the dock labeled at Belcara as closed, but oh, people okay. seem to be kind of like <laughs> kind of neglecting the, the yeah, fact that it's yeah. closed. But people were being smart for the most part, keeping distances and you know, we were from the boat for the most part and no. we, we tried to, you know, stay away from the, the main crowds. But so the uh, water was pretty good then? Pretty calm, pretty the water was really nice. calm. There wasn't much wind. We had uh had a 
quite a few showers off and on throughout the day. So we, we did get wet. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was good to see the kayak rental place was open. People oh, were up wow. there renting kayaks. I, and, that's good news. And right on. Yeah, you know, like like kayaking adventures are amazing things. Absolutely. We got to get out there and, you know, try to do a good good coastal run this summer too. I'd, Definitely. I'd like to get out there. It's, it's a lot faster moving in kayaks than, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my little rubber inflatable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the inflatable I do, I, I love. I, I find it so relaxing, um, you know, again, for, for my anxiety and whatnot. It's just, it, it just, it's so relaxing, man. I like, I don't even have to fish. Just, just paddling out on the water even. It's beautiful. So... But yeah, no, I hear you. Definitely a little faster paced <laughs> in those, but yeah. Yeah. And then the, the other things, like I was even surprised just going out in my local neighborhood, you know, I, I've, I found salmon berries down by the creek. Today I found a huge batch of uh, shaggy manes growing just up the street from the house. Picked those. Yeah, I, I found that crazy. You, uh, like I haven't seen those, those and... on and off. I'm like, I thought the season was like, I'm confused. It's, it's the street. rain, you know, we're, we're getting that wet weather. And there, there's local mushrooms out there if you know what Man. you're looking for. And like, you know, I'm I'm not big on mushroom identification, but I know the shaggy manes and I know how to, you know, tell a chanterelle if I see one. And, yeah, you know, yeah. you just got to be careful of things like those pine mushrooms. When you get them, Absolutely. you got to make sure you don't have the death cap. No, you don't want to run across be, uh, be around too long. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, always make yeah, sure you have a good that. identification book and make 100% sure you know what you're eating and what you're picking. Definitely. Very important. Holy. But yeah, berry season looks like it's going to be good this year. I know we got our blueberries growing in front of the house and they're... Yeah, they're, I'm uh, surprised. They seem to be They're bulking it. out mm-hmm. quick. Like another few weeks, we're going to have ripe blueberries. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about those. I know. I've been looking at those, watching those. <laughs> Yeah, I want to actually get out to a U-Pick farm in uh, the the coming months and try to, uh, you know, get a a wide variety of stuff and, you know, support the local farmers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. So uh, you got your your fishing license uh, renewed for the year yet? Got your (laughs) salmon sticker? You think they're going to open, Mark? You think they're going to open the salmon fishery? The way things have been going and opening up and... uh, I think I think so. I mean, as long as we all uh, you know abide by everything and and uh, stay, keep it safe, keep it safe, and um, yeah, I I think so. I I really think they might. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hope looking they do. forward. I'm a little worried at you know some of the flooding that's going on right now. And I I heard there was a big slide up in the Fraser. Did you hear anything? I about heard that? a bit about it, but I don't know details. So if you do, yeah. definitely, I would like to know. <laughs> Yeah, because I know last year they had a major slide and they were worried it was going yeah, to interrupt yeah. the runs. And, you know, we didn't get out salmon fishing a whole lot last year. Not but like a whole lot, no. You no. know, thing, things weren't the greatest. Not like they were a couple of years ago when they had all the sockeye coming up. You know, everybody was out. That you know, was beautiful. Man, that was, that and was I'm, crazy. I'm hoping we get a strong run of the sockeye this year and they open up and they let us hit the rivers. It's just, you know, they, they might be kind of restrictive on it because sometimes people get in such large clusters definitely and, we're really cl- well i mean not really close staying together but like a, a lot of us i mean obviously there's a bit of different uh distance i mean you can't cast but yeah i can definitely see see that 
But, uh, you know, here's here's hoping for a 2020 fish season, you know. I, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to get out there and, you know, yeah. if, if the salmon don't open... I'm I'm heading up on to the the north coast or on the island, and I'm gonna go get some howlies or you know some rockfish. If there's that would you know be, any openings, I know wonderful. I know most of them are conserved and closed around here, but uh, you know I yeah, know there's, there's areas we can crazy. still retain some, and you know there's there's also areas we can still get the lingcod. Yeah, man, I, I find it a bit crazy how how things are. So closed for us. <laughs> well, you really, like you really got to check the regulations. My like, goodness. like I was going to go, honestly, guys, I was packed up and I'm on the highway and I'm heading out and I'm going to Tawasin to catch crab. And we're almost there. We're, we're pulling up and we stop at the Bass Pro Shop to see if we can get a new new uh, crab trap and get one of my friend's uh, fishing license because they actually print them off there. And, you know, um, I, I really wanted to go to the Bass Pro Shop because it's one of our, you know, huge sporting centers in the lower mainland here. And they got a great wide selection of everything. So we walk in there and I got my friend looking on the phone quick and I'm like, yeah, just just double check the, uh, you know, the regulations on, you know, how many crab we're allowed to keep and, you know, how many traps we're allowed to use each and right, just, just right. the area 29 general openings. And lo and behold, what's closed? Everywhere around the Tawasin Ferry Terminal, closed for crab fishing. Oh, wow. And we're like, well, really, this is this is just wonderful. We come all the way out here, and, you know, it looks like the wind's low. We're going to be able to get out oh, there. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, we, we decided to go to Belcara. We had a good time. Things were open there. We only caught one little dungeness. But, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, at least, you know, we don't have to worry about uh, getting a contaminated crab. Well, or, like I said, it's it's... It all comes down to just getting out there, man. You know, well, that's I mean, it, it's a bonus. Know? You come back or, or you, you bring some up, definitely. But just getting out there, man. Uh, it, it's That's what it's about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to all that. I, um, you know, all the salmon fishing. Hopefully it, it opens. I, I have a feeling it will. I have a good I'm positive. Um but I'm also looking forward to doing what I love as well is just taking the trails, man. Walking the trails. I love walking the trails and, and seeing the, the scenery. Uh, sorry. Sin- scenery. Woo. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, all the scenery and sights. and I love that, man. That's... Yeah, like, uh, I, I was even surprised. I was out visiting my sister out near uh, DeRoche and Mission earlier today, and uh, she was showing me some of the local birds that have been coming out to her feeders lately, and she has several types of hummingbirds, and there's, like, some some warblers. I think they're not warblers. Um, can't remember the exact name of them, but we were, we were a little we're trying to identify them, and I actually got to... Don't worry, guys. I there. will have my uncle on the show soon. <laughs> And uh, he is a passionate birder. We will get all the info. I will. And uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take some photos of them for you guys, and you'll be able to look at uh, some of the Absolutely. some of the birds that are you know actually in our vicinity at this time of year. And you know, we'll, we'll keep you all updated with the wildlife we spot and you know the unique things we see on our trails. Yeah. Even even when I was talking uh, with a guy at Belcare when I was up there, he said, you know. Quite often the dock has the the heavy fishing pressure, but he said, you know, 
you just look to the trails that are available right there. You can walk 10, 15 minutes from the main Belcara picnic area. Oh, and there, okay. There, there's rock points. You can actually throw your traps off of and catch big dungeon nests right from shore. And, oh, wow, you know, right different on. areas you can fish down there. And, you know, there, there's lots to even explore in that area. And, you know, aside from Belcara itself, you got White Pine Beach right there for your, you know, day trips. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you got good fishing on that lake, too, and boating opportunities. And there's there, there's lots of stuff so close to home. Like, you don't have to go way up into the, the interior Oh, brother, I've been, and, to be honest, I've been enjoying you know, nature from all aspects. Like I, I sat in our backyard and, uh, I'll even put it up for everyone to see. I got wonderful pictures right up close, um, of bumblebees. I, I love bumblebees. Um, I got, I even got time-lapse video right up close to bumblebees. It, it's amazing. I, I'm very happy with the footage I got. You know, I'll, I'll share it. But yeah, I've been I, all aspects, man. It's been beautiful. Yeah, I I really enjoy viewing bumblebees when I get a chance to you know sit with one up close, and they're 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 really unique. And I I even recently seen a post up on Facebook of the the rare blue bumblebee being rediscovered in Florida, and uh, you know I I haven't you know investigated into it too much. I don't even know such an can't say it, I've ever heard. Yeah, blue bees. Yeah, it's you know. I mean, I wonder if they're literally a blue color and that's where they get the name or <laughs> i'll have to look more up on that that sounds interesting absolutely yeah I, i've been hearing lots of interesting stories from around the world ever since the whole quarantine things happened and it seems like pollution levels have lessened and they say animals that have historically not been seen in areas have returned like one example i heard was in uh the canals in uh italy in, in Venice, I guess, they uh, said that, you know, from the, the quarantine and things being shut down, that the, the water clarity has improved and they've actually seen dolphins return. And I don't oh, know, wow. uh, you know, how credible those stories are, but uh, I, I've heard several rumors from around the globe of, you know, animal sightings coming into areas where previously they've, they haven't been because it's it's been, you know, literally filthy and contaminated. So I, I think it's a... It should be kind of an eye opener to people that when you go into a natural environment anywhere, try to be responsible. And, you know, if you see garbage someone else has left, don't hesitate. Pick it up and try to reduce your footprint on where you've been, especially here in natural BC. We always want to try to keep things in their their natural state and in good condition and, you know, leave things there for the next person to enjoy. No, oh, absolutely. Definitely. Let's, let's keep it clean and, and, you know, so we can keep coming back and keep enjoying, you know. Like it's, it's one of my greatest fear. I, I know a couple of places in BC where there are actual, you know, native paintings on rock faces. And, you know, when you get to some of those rare cave areas where there's the old stactylates and stuff, it's a, it's a hard thing to be willing just to share with the public. Cause you know, you always get those couple of people that want to kind of ruin things for everybody. Oh yeah. And you know, all, all I ask is that anything you guys hear throughout the show and you go visit yourselves, Try to, you know, keep it preserved and keep it natural. Definitely, definitely. Um, another thing, too, I've been looking into, I'd love to check out, man, is uh, this BC town. Um, it basically, it was, like, abandoned as quickly as it was built. I want to get to check it out. Um, 
It's, uh, whereabouts is it here? Gates of Kitzel. I'm not sure where that is. I gotta look more up. Kitzel. Hey, yeah, I haven't really heard of that. It requires permission. So, you know, I, I, I'm gonna do the proper thing, but, uh, definitely I wanna check that out. That would be a good one to get the GoPro up there and we can, uh, share some of our experience with the audience. And I'd, I'd be definitely game to get out there and have an adventure. I want to hit Absolutely. one of these ghost towns. You know, I was I was uh, reading a guy's blog on uh, Facebook earlier. He was all geared up to go all the way up to Dawson City to go up to an old mining town up there. And mm. I, I looked on the maps. He had it listed up. He's yeah. like, well, from my current location, it's one day and like eight hour drive. And, <laughs> and like, man, it, it just, it just really wakes you up to how big our province is oh absolutely like you know to drive one end to the other from north to south it's it's a serious trip you got oh, yeah you got to plan it you got to prepare and there's there's so many little hidden gems out oh there it's amazing what's out there man like i got recommended um at least five there's copper mountain ghost town it's a former mine uh it's it's i gotta check that one out um there's Kitsalt, the one I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to excuse me if I'm not pronouncing them right. Uh, Brelorn and Bradian. It's another one. It's a gold mining community. It's it's total just just abandoned. It's just amazing. I imagine. So. I want to go up there and metal detect, man. I'm, I'm not sure. How, I hope I'm pronouncing. Well, I know Cassiar Jade's really famous. So oh, if we okay. go up in the Cassiar area, I'll be looking for some of that for sure. It's supposed to be really high gem quality BC jade. There's often quite often white streaks in it and stuff. And oh, you wow, can right you on. can find like boulders of it. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it might mostly be all claimed and whatnot. But uh, I'm pretty sure if we find you know, a little man, chunk, I on just want to see these places. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to like, be like that's what that's what I'm talking you know, about. Another man. one called Phoenix. I've, I've never you know it's located about um, I do believe 11 kilometers east of Greenwood. Uh, in the boundary country of BC. So it's, you know, it's still here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so much out there that would blow your guys' mind. It blow my mind, you know. I gotta get out and check those out. Yeah, even some interested. people I've been talking to in the local rock clubs, like, uh, it seems like Kamloops area is hot, man, for finding, like, agates and geodes and... You know, I was I was following some people that were up on top of a mountain just kind of uh east of the Monte area and they were they were up there just sledging through a small little rock outcropping and they found a, a stack of like twenty or thirty different kinds of agates and geodes and they, they range in all colors of the rainbow, man. They got the green, the reds, the purples. Oh wow. You got man. all these banded quartz that you can cut slices off of and you know, I, I'm really looking forward to getting up there and try to find some, you know, some of that stuff or maybe even going up and, you know, I've been talking about the, the black opal for a while and yes, stuff. And, yes. you know, there's, there, there's so much that I want to get in. There's, there's no way we're going to be able to achieve it all this summer, but, uh, <laughs> no, we, no. we, we got to be vigilant and try to, you know, make, make one adventure a week. I am happen. definitely going to plan one of these ghost towns, man. I, I, on my life, <laughs> this summer I'm gonna I'm gonna check one at least one of them out out of the five. Road trip it is. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're just gonna have to plan the 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 best time. We're gonna have to figure out when the conditions are gonna be good to get yeah, up there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know we'll 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 get a crew with us. We'll all go up. 
and you know do a little four by four and then you know check this out yes yes definitely definitely man but uh yeah so i think uh we're gonna probably end it here and uh we'll be back for more definitely so you guys stay tuned um definitely hit up all the platforms you know the facebook the twitter the instagram uh hit me up on your thoughts and feelings uh at even even show ideas drop them in feel free yeah and if you guys got any uh recommendations on uh lakes to hit up for fish you know definitely post them up absolutely i think uh near future we're going to be making another chip up to jones and i'm hearing uh there's some big fish waiting up in uh chilliwack lake and even cultus lake so uh you know be be ready for uh some reports from us on those areas and if you can share anything close by that we get to you know we'll we'll go up there and confirm for sure absolutely absolutely i'll be looking forward to that so yeah y'all uh definitely stay safe we love you from your heart thank you so much for all the support so far you know the, the, everybody it it means so much you know listening to our show and uh supporting with with the merchandise uh at the store uh the great quality so i hope you guys enjoy I uh, hope they're coming in. Um, I'm going to make sure you guys get them. So, um, yeah, we love you very much. And uh, stay tuned for the next show. Peace. Yeah.